Hi everyone and welcome back to Real Talk No Gimmicks with Haley, Demi, and Aaron. We hope you guys have had a good week so far and are ready for this week's episode. Hopefully it will be helped to you whenever you're listening. And also don't forget to follow us at Real Talk No Gimmicks so you don't miss any updates from us. So without further ado, if you're ready for your weekly dose of realness, just keep on listening. Okay guys, so before we get into our discussion, we're going to play a little game called This or That, which is going to be a little bit spontaneous. We're just going to go around in, I guess, our triangle slash circle thing, I guess, we have on Skype. And we're just going to give each each other options, and we're just going to say which one we prefer. So, Haley, do you want to get us started with the first one? Okay, so would you rather choose a milkshake? or an ice cream sundae. Mm. Food always a good start, love that. Mm. Milkshake or ice cream sundae, ooh. I would say an ice cream sundae, cause you have variety. A milkshake is only one flavor, but a sundae can add bananas, strawberries, vanilla ice cream, chocolate ice cream, all sorts of things, so yeah. That's okay. true. I think personally, I'd say milkshakes only because I get that most often <laughs> rather yeah. than Sunday. I can't remember the last time I had a Sunday, honestly, but I get like the whole variety and stuff is really good. But I just, for me personally, I feel like I'm always getting like a milkshake from like in and out or something. It's always just like. Yes. <laughs> okay, what flavor? Milkshake. I always get strawberry. I knew you were my best friend for a reason. <laughs> I always get strawberry. I put you on. You gotta get. Okay, I love strawberry, but if you go to In N Out, you have to get half vanilla and half strawberry. They oh, do that. They do that if you ask. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know what I'm getting at In N Out next it's time. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's so. Good. We're always Sundays... we talking about food. We just never end. <laughs> Sundays are good though, Demi. Yeah. Are... Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, if the caramel's hot. Oh, okay. Let me. Mm. That hot fudge, all that stuff. Anyway, speaking of food, do you guys prefer Pepsi or Sprite? Oh, classic question. Pepsi or Sprite? Oh, it depends on where it's coming from. If it's from McDonald's. I've heard that people are like, why do people say McDonald's for it tastes like TV static? (laughs) (laughs) Because the carbonation... Is it actually? is like through the roof. Like you can feel the bubbles like burning your chest. Like, (laughs) but it is so good because it's like so fresh. Because Sprite, when it's flat, is disgusting. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely disgusting. And so, like any soda, but I feel like Sprite and Pepsi, both of those are gross when they start losing Mm -hmm. carbon. So, it just honestly, I can't really pick. I'm gonna go with. I drink Pepsi more often, so I guess I'll just go. With Pepsi. You drink Pepsi more often? Yeah, my parents. I, like Pepsi. I never really have like. I'm never really picky with soda. I feel like if I were to think about it, I think I would get Sprite more often, only because I'm just like I drink whatever's there. So yeah. I think I just 
Yeah. So, cause I'm not, I've never been like a big soda person anyway. So honestly it depends, but I'd, I'd say more Sprite only because it's just whatever's around. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we talked about food a lot. So I think I'm just going to change mine just a little bit. Um, would you rather, okay. Would you rather like, are you guys more of planning people or would you rather wing something? Ooh, planning all the way. Planning? I feel like initially I plan things. <laughs> and then at the end, <laughs> in the end, I just wing it. <laughs> I feel like I, I see you more as a winging person, only because I feel like everything we do, you're like, you know, I'm just going to wing it. And you yeah, say, right. All the right. time, I'm just going to wing it. Project and she aces it every time, so right, exactly. That's what we're God's help. (laughs) No, it's your genius. But I, Haley's always been like super organized. I definitely see that. She doesn't wing it very often. I feel like the Mm -hmm. most wing stuff is like for the podcast episodes. Like, okay, we'll just like wing it today, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I feel like I'm more 50 I'm kind of like what Demi does. I'll, I'll have it like planned out in my mind in the end. It just never works out. Right. So it's like, oh, I'm winging it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Haley goes next. Um. Okay, would do you would rather, well, let's back that up. That wasn't proper English. Okay. <laughs> getting your nails done or getting your hair done? <gasps> oh, Ooh. obviously get my hair done. Hands down. Cause like the I'm not like your typical girly girl. Cause don't get me wrong, like I like getting my nails done, but like after two weeks I just peel them out, <laughs> peel them off. But as for hair, like I keep it in good condition for a good three to four months. And yeah, I just love my box braids or wigs. Either way, they're like my little baby. But yeah, yeah, that's I could see that for you. I don't get my hair done because because I have straight like American girl doll hair. It's just it, it just does its thing. Half the time I don't even brush it, so not doing my hair. But I feel like I, I feel like I always have a good time when I'm getting my nails done because I don't do it very often. So like when I do, I'm like, you know, like <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I feel like so like girly, and I love getting my nails done, especially with like friends and stuff. So I'd say I'd say nails only because I with hair I just whatever works you know right oh that one's hard for me I can't choose I love both Both. I can't I can't keep my hair the same for too long and mm. my nails have to get done regularly so I can't really answer that I would say 50 50 50 50 yeah I don't, I, I don't think you can choose because she always has both done all the time so good for her it's the truth good for you Haley like I don't have the mental capacity nor the willingness I I I can't so good for you you always like I try whatever floats your boat at this point at this point um my question is do you guys prefer being outside in the summertime or winter? I mean, it doesn't snow here. So being outside in the winter, if you want to be out in the rain, I don't, like, I don't know how that works. Right. 
I mean, I feel like being outside more in the winter only because when, like at, when it's hot, it just becomes like so tiring and it's just like less tolerable. I'd say being outside more in the winter for me. Because it's just um, easier to bundle up, I think. But that's right. I agree. I mean, I like summer activities, but I don't like summer heat. So I'm just going to go, as far as going outside, I'm going to pick winter and just put on some Uggs and something or something like that and just make it a whole thing. But for us, winter, like we're so dramatic, it can be like 60 degrees and we're going to pull out the Ugg boots. <laughs> yeah. People that are like from the East Coast or something, they're going to be like in shorts so <laughs> our winner is probably not the same as other people that may be listening to no. this so you have to put that in perspective but yeah i would say winner i would say winter too because in the summer as Haley mentioned i just can't stand the heat and like i just die in the first five minutes being outside but for the winter i don't know why i just love dressing up for the winter because i have all sorts of hoodies sweatshirts jackets mm-hmm. like that's where my true fashion sense comes in but for the summer i just wear some basic tank top with some shorts and call it a day so that i don't right. die the sweatpants so. and the blankets and all that are so good <laughs> i love that good and comforting so yeah winter all the way that's good that's good okay so for my question would you rather, do you like weekends or holidays better? Mm. Weekends, because they come more often. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer, smart. But then again, holidays, even though they come sometimes, mm-hmm. it's longer. <laughs> That's holidays true. are longer, like... We had a long summer break, guys, because when did we graduate? In May, late May, early but May? It's summer, but is summer a holiday? To some people, it can. <laughs> okay. You holidays, you think of, okay, Christmas, you know, Christmas Eve, maybe New Year's, New Year's Eve, Fourth of July, Labor oh. Day. Oh, that's what you're thinking. Yeah. Are we talking about breaks, like vacation? Yeah, I was thinking about breaks. Or are we talking about, like, actual holidays? Oh, never mind that. Okay, well, if we're just talking about holiday holidays, then I would say the weekend. But if we're, like, bringing in breaks in the same category, then obviously breaks. But, yeah, Yeah. without it, um, obviously weekends. Yeah, I would say the same. Yeah. Mm Whatever break we can get. Yes, we love a good break. Um, okay, would you say arguing with someone or being co- confronting someone or just leaving them alone, like not even addressing the issue, like leaving the argument, leaving the discussion, if, like it's getting too heated? It depends. It depends to like what kind of person I'm talking to. If I don't love you, I'll just leave you alone. But if I do love you, or like actually care about you because you're my friend or family member, then obviously I'll bring something up because if you keep doing it again, then how can we have a better relationship? So, yeah. Sorry, that was a little bit deep. <laughs> <laughs> She's serious about that one. But anyway, it depends. But if I love you, I'll I'll make sure to address it. Wow. That's the church. Yes, that's, I, I feel like, well, she's saying it depends on who you're arguing, 
arguing with, but I feel like for me, it's what we're arguing about, like more for me. Like if it's something like a stupid argument and for some reason it's getting keen to like, okay, you know what? Opinions, opinions, fine. Because like if, if it were to be like people, like I can't argue with my parents because we're going to, someone's going to end up crying. Like <laughs> so I'm going to get mad. We're going to get overheated and someone's going to end up crying. Right. That I usually cry too. So I just avoid conversation. Yeah. You can like feel the hot tears. Yeah, like, I can feel the blood boiling, and like I feel like when I'm super duper upset, I can't articulate at all like how I'm feeling. So it's just like all bad. So I'm just like, just forget it. We're just not even right. Here. Exactly. So yeah, I think for me, it'd be more like what we're arguing about because like if you're arguing with a friend, like arguing because we get into like friendly arguments sort of not like we're actually arguing but I feel like those like I like argue just because it's fun and we can just like you know forgive each other really quick but yeah I feel like it's more about like what I'm arguing about that's a good answer Mm -hmm. and like okay I think we talked about this before I can't remember but like when you try to stand up for yourself do you find yourself stuttering oh yeah all the time all the time and then you come up with like a good answer like later like in the shower you don't stutter one bit you get mm-hmm. and you're like period and they're not even there argument like you came up with a whole case like, mm-hmm. the like four hours ago but you're like you know what like I'm in the shower and then I'm thinking, well, darn, I just said this two hours ago or yesterday or two weeks ago yeah. right. and it was so good like oh yeah, it's like so good. Maybe that was the Lord's guidance. He maybe stopped. He he purposely stopped our train of thought in the moment because he didn't want us to get carried away. He said, "You can yeah. you can enjoy this after the fact when it's meaningless, but in the moment, I need you to have self control, ma'am, because you're gonna go a little bit too far in, and you guys have the worst sarcasm on the planet, and you're gonna <laughs> cut someone deep with sarcasm, and they're not gonna catch it till later." So that's probably the Lord's doing. He knew he was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, burgers or nuggets? Burgers or nuggets? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a turkey burger. If I can get a turkey burger, hands down. She's so healthy. It's not Stop. Not even. <laughs> well, first off, she plans everything out, and then she's trying to be healthy. I see you. I see right. you. You got to get it. <laughs> It depends on the mood. Sometimes I'm into nuggets. Sometimes I'm into burgers. It depends. Right. Ooh, an in and out burger. That's bacon fries. Yes. Oh. Why are we always talking about food? No. Hungry twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. The other like, day we were talking about pancakes. Just random. By the way, still craving. <laughs> mm. I was just brought up. Like I'm still craving pancakes. But we're always talking about food. You know what? Food brings people together, which brings me to my next question. Do you like being um, cooked for or do you like cooking? Cooked for. Oh, well, I, mm, it's a bit, I have to be in the mood to cook. Like this morning I cooked breakfast because I wanted yep. to. But if I was, if I had to cook, no. no. Like, like you making me cook no but like if I just spontaneously just want to cook yeah 
yeah like if I'm really into like a cooked meal like from my mom then I'll be like yeah mom cook but like right. if, like same thing for me if I'm being forced you know what we're just gonna eat a piece of toast and call it a day right like yeah. when your parents are like go in there and make something I'm like I'm not even hungry anymore exactly that's so lazy that's me I want to be cooked for because I'm lazy even if I want to cook I can't since I almost burned down the house one time so yeah so <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't that bad, Danny. Honey, there is smoke. I wasn't even cooking anything. I was just putting something in the microwave. <laughs> How do you get smoke in the microwave? I don't you put foil on the microwave. You probably put foil like a metal spoon or something in there. Foil. It wasn't foil. Then what? Did you put a chip bag or something? <laughs> you want to know what it was? I I'd love, I'd I'd love to know. Okay, bear with me. I was only 10, 9, 8, maybe. So I was very naive. But, um, you know, Auntie Anne's pretzels? Yes. I put it in the microwave, and instead of it on for a couple seconds. Um, I did it for a couple minutes. So after waiting for a minute and a half, two minutes, I was smelling smoke, and then mom was screaming. And we wait, 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 wait. Pause. Yes. Was the pretzel on a napkin, or did you put that bag? Like it was like the bag, because it's like foil inside the bag. Inside. No, 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 no. It was just on a regular plate. <laughs> I cooked it for too long, that's why. But I mean, you said like a minute and a half. Like a minute and a half isn't that it's long. That, it, would, it would nuke the pretzel and then it would like, the bread would get kind of tough after it cooled down. Yeah, and then it gives off smoke. Or maybe our microwave was maybe she's, maybe she's talking about steam. Are you talking oh, about- It was actual smoke. Like my mom was screaming fire. <laughs> like, oh. Okay, was the pretzel wrapped in that like, that paper that has foil in it maybe like a piece of it got stuck honey i remember this as if it were yesterday it was on a regular plate maybe our microwave was jacked up or hijacked i don't know all i know is that i had a pretzel on a plate i had it for two to three minutes maybe you five know minutes. What? maybe it wasn't a microwave safe plate there you go it was a regular paper plate <laughs> that's the problem Oh, <laughs> the paper plate. <laughs> the paper plate. First of all, you shouldn't warm up stuff on a paper plate in the first place. But if you do, you're not supposed to warm it up too long, or it's gonna start melting, which will then give off smoke, which will then set off fire alarm. Uh-huh. That's okay. We kept it real, and and we've, we've seen girls. She doesn't do that anymore. That was me five. Well, then again, I, I would do something like that this year, too. But anyway, that was, like, a long time ago. Okay, I haven't burned anything else yet. <laughs> Don't say yet. She will not burn anything else. I'll try not to. Don't put, folks, don't put paper plates in the microwave. Just foil. Don't do it. Just put it on a regular plate. You may have to wash a dish, but hey. All right. So... 
this was a great game. We learned a lot about our preferences. We learned what to do and what not to do in the microwave with our food and a pretzel and paper plates. But that's not all we have to offer in this episode. We're going to be talking about something that's a little less serious, a little more relaxed, and something that's really important, and that is self-care. Self-care. I know we've been on quarantine for, man. Who even knows at this point? How long? Half my life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, very long. And, you know, back to school season is around. And, you know, it's just important that we take care of ourselves. Because Lord knows there's a lot of stress, a lot of confusion, a lot of just a whole lot going on in this world. And we have to make sure that we're grounded and taking care of ourselves. So, ladies, what do you guys think about taking care of yourself? Do you think it's important? Is it something, you know, we should skip? Let us know. Let us know. No. Yes. Self-care is definitely important in any aspect of life. Because we all know how stressed we can get with literally anything. And self-care is just, like, it's so important because especially like last year during senior year, I feel like I kind of like lacked a lot and I thought I was going to like drive myself over the edge. And I didn't realize like sometimes you just need to wind down. You just need to wind down. You just need to, whether it's watching TV, I don't even know, showering, just meditating, something, something, (laughs) journaling, whatever interests you, I consider that self-care. And I think it's very important because we just get caught up in the traffic of life you know, stressing over this, stressing over that. And then we just, sometimes we forget we're even human and that there's only so much that we can handle. So I think that, especially these days, we should take it more easy on ourselves. That doesn't mean completely like let go, but there are moments where you should, you know, take a minute or two for yourself or a few hours, whatever you enjoy, whatever you like to do, whatever's going to get you to de-stress because I think it's that it's very important and it's definitely something that should be incorporated more, whether you're young or you're old. So self-care is something that I very much enjoy. Mm, Amen to that. I remember last summer, my face was so clear. Like it wasn't funny. It was so clear. But when first day of school started, honey, I was freaking out. I was eating junk food. I was sleeping at 12, 1, 2, just to have a decent score on, I don't know, a math test, a Bible test, some kind of test. So um, I was an animal, basically. To just sum it up, I was an animal. And um, I wasn't taking it easy. And I forgot to just take care of myself. But I I see now why it's important to take care of yourself. Cause like when school ended, I try to like watch my face, watch what I eat, work out a little bit. And like, even though it may not be appeal- appealing at first, once you do it, like you start getting the rhythm of it and then you realize it's actually good for you and like you enjoy it. So like taking care of yourself, whether it's something fun or not fun, as long as you find your rhythm and get used to it in the long run, it will be enjoyable. So that's what I think of self-care. I think those are both good explanations of self of self care, um, and I can attest in school, high school, senior year. I don't know what it was about that year. I don't think I don't know if it was just because it was on online or what it was, but it just seemed like stressor after stressor, test after test, breakdown after breakdown, 
And like Demi, I was eating snacks. I would get up in the middle of the night and eat like junk cookies, chips. I remember like it was so bad one time. I think I was studying for the English test and I had like a can of soda and I just like chugged it down because I didn't want to make coffee because I didn't want to be up like too, too much. So I just had the caffeine from the sugary soda, had a sugar high and totally crashed at the end of that. That is so bad. And I get it. You're going to have those days, especially if you're going to college or, you know, if you're in high school, you may have those days where you just kind of veg out and have to do what you have to do. But at the end of the day, you still should drink your water. You know, you need to stand up, do a a little stretch or something, take care of yourself because it is important. And I know we're kind of being silly in our explanations, but it really is important to take care of yourself. And um, I know that it's not really something that is talked about a lot. So I want to ask you guys, when you were growing up, was self-care like a big thing, like in your family or, and if it was like, what was, how was it like represented? Was it like, I don't know, spa day with your mom? Was it like watching a movie? Did she like tell you to go take a shower or like, relax or was it just something that you kind of adapted as you got older for me I'd say it's something that I adapted to as I got older because I feel like I had never been so stressed in my life until I got to high school like before it was just like go to school come home do that one page of math and just watch tv like and you know do the same cycle over and over again so for me it didn't hit until later I don't even think I knew what like self-care was I was like oh my gosh people get stressed and they like need to take care of themselves like I thought that's just like a normal thing like people do all the time but like once that stress hit I kind of think like I didn't really know what to do with it and it was something that I had to learn like okay you just need to like wind down if I was about to have if I was on like verge of mental breakdown sometimes I just need to like leave and I didn't even realize that that was self-care like it was just like I need to get away you know but definitely as I've gotten older doing things that I enjoy um you know meditating or just like watching tv watching tv for me is something that like is always just like calming because it's like you're in a whole different world you know it feels like you're forgetting your problems for a little bit because you're like kind of in the screen a little bit that's something that like a big part of my self-care is just watching a movie or a tv show or something like that so and I think that I think that kind of like came from childhood because like I said like I'd come home and watch tv all the time so I kind of like brought that with me like as I was growing older but even now, like growing older, whether doing like a face mask, like little beauty treatments that I like to do, I consider that self-care. So definitely was something as I got older, because I don't remember, you know, doing face masks or like doing beauty stuff like when I was little. So um, definitely wasn't something that I had before, definitely adapted over time, developed over time. And I didn't know how much I needed it until later. So, yeah. I can kind of relate. Like, I would remember my mom take me out to the nail salon and, like, we get our nails done. My mom always gets her many petties, manicures, and I get my manicures. And even though the lady told me you have no nail, um, I was just enjoying myself. Yeah, that was, that's another story for another time. But, yeah, I was just enjoying myself, my childhood with no nails. And um, I can relate to Aaron. I was just a basic kid who loved watching TV, whether I was having a good day or a bad day, just watching TV made everything 10 times better. And I really liked how Erin mentioned 
one time how when you're just stressed out or like maybe something's um, making you on edge and you just have to leave, that's really good. And that's also self-care. And I feel like self-care is not just taking care of yourself physically, but taking care of yourself emotionally. Because I feel like people rarely talk about how to deal with your emotions, whether that's coming from a cultural background, a racial background, a gender background, whatever it is. But I feel like people rarely talk about taking care of yourself emotionally. So some things I sometimes do is like when I'm really angry with the person, or let's just say I was just having a bad day from school, I had a bad grade, or like someone says something about myself, sometimes it's okay to cry. And people say like, oh yeah, crying, that's so immature, that makes you weak. It, it really doesn't, because it makes you human. And it's, you know, a release anchor right there. Um, if you need to cry, cry, if you need to cuss, I don't recommend that. But hey, if it helps you out, then do it. If you need to eat ice cream, then eat ice cream, you know? But like more on the emotional part, if you feel like talking to someone about it, if you feel like crying about it, that's definitely okay. Because again, we're all human. Like if we weren't supposed to cry, then why did God allow us to cry? That's what I think on a daily basis. So don't let people tell you or like, don't think to yourself like, oh, if I do this as a way of coping with my emotions, it's a sign of weakness. It's not. So my question for you guys is what else can be a coping mechanism in regards to self-care emotionally? Um, I think for me, one of the biggest things for taking care of myself emotionally is literally just talking to the Lord. I know there's a big like meme or whatever going around about like, there's this lady and she's praying and she's like, on period, God, on period. And it's funny because it's like how this generation apparently is like how they assume we talk to the Lord, but it's funny because Honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know if like she was actually in prayer or she was just kind of doing that for like a TikTok, or whatever. But if that's how she prays, I don't even think God is mad because he just wants you to talk to him. And honestly, when I feel like I can't really express myself to anyone else or like no one else is around, or maybe I'm just dealing with something and I'm not really ready to share it with anyone yet, I can literally just be like, look, God, look, look you know, this is how I'm feeling, and, you know, sometime in that process, this sounds, like, really, like, super, like, sentimental, but I'm just gonna share this with y'all, you know, because I have my moments where I'm just, like, really sad about things, or, you know, something may have happened, or not have gone the way I planned, and so I'm just, like, kind of, like, sad. I don't want to say fully depressed, because I know there's people that really do go through depression, so I won't say it, like, depressed, but just really down or disappointed, and in those moments when I'm talking to the Lord, I can just, like, close my eyes and and imagine, like, I think Aaron talked about this, but, like, sometimes you pray and, like, ask for comfort, and I don't know, it just feels like a big hug. Like, I can just, like, grab the pillow and just imagine myself, like, in a heavenly space, hugging the, the master. And I think in those moments, it's like boohooing, like, oh, because it's like, I can't believe that we get to have that kind of relationship with a God that's just so awesome. But I think that's, for me, one of the biggest ways that I can have emotional self-care, take care of myself emotionally, just 
calling on God. Sometimes you can't always express yourself to your parents or you probably can, but you know, sometimes you're not in a space to yet. Or, and sometimes you're not in a space to like really hear someone's opinions or thoughts. You're just kind of in your own funk. So I think that um, talking to Lily is like a great way to help yourself emotionally. I totally agree with that. And I was going to say that, but I, but obviously I'm not going to try to like repeat what you said, but I think that's like s- such an important thing. And even something <laughs> that like, I'm kind of ashamed to talk to talk about only because like people can think I'm like insane but I feel like before I even talk to God I just need to like grasp like what it is I'm talking about and I talk to myself like a lot I will literally (laughs) hands up like the hands up I will talk to myself and be like what just happened like and just like have an argue argument with myself or just kind of like come to terms with whatever the heck just happened or what I'm going through and I just think a big part of like taking care of yourself emotionally is just letting it go, just letting it go, whether maybe you don't want to talk to yourself, maybe you want to write it down, whatever it is, that's just going to get it out of your system, meditating, just maybe even thinking about it, because I feel like when you hold it in, it just like kind of takes over your mind. And it just like you can't let it out. And you maybe you, you start like blaming yourself for what happened, or you just start thinking all these crazy thoughts. And I think it really helps when you just let it out, whether it is talking to God or talking talking to yourself or writing it down or meditating and just, you know, coming to terms with whatever it is you're going through emotionally. So I think the main thing is what Haley said was absolutely amazing about talking to God, because I mean, how can you not talk to God and not be comforted? Because I totally understand what you were saying. Like, when you just talk about it and you know you're talking to God, you can just like kind of feel the weight lifted on your shoulders. You know the problem isn't gone like immediately, but you know that it's just somewhat easier to handle. And because it just felt like it was thrown at you or like kind of hit you like, you know, in a, like like a brick wall. But like when you're talking to God, it's like he's you don't hear, but you can kind of hear like it like it, it's okay. Like you have it. Like you're alive. You're breathing. It's hard, but like you're here with me and we're going to get through it. Like you just feel that sort of presence. So again, I feel like that's just a great po- point that she said. Um, and just for me, mostly it's doing that, talking to myself even, and just kind of taking it step by step, breathing. Breathing is important. Meditating, important. Just kind of, oh, and something else that I like to do is like kind of be great, like talk about like what I'm grateful like for for the day. Like if something is going really bad, I'm like, you know what? It's okay because I'm alive. I'm well, I have a family, you know, I have a home, I have things like that. Cause when I just like talk and just focus on the positives, it just helps me emotionally. So I guess that's what I do when I'm trying to take care of myself emotionally. Quick question, Erin, when you said that um, you have like those little arguments or talks with yourself is because you want to like clarify like what just happened in the moment, right? Yeah, that that too, in a way. And also just like, so I don't start yelling or start like immediately start like having a mental breakdown, like just kind of clarifying, kind of calming myself a little bit, just explaining to myself like what happened and maybe like, kind of having like back and forth like banter. And I was just like saying like, that sounds kind of weird. But I feel like in a lot of ways, it helps me because Haley was saying like, you know, your parents are really close to you, but sometimes they're just people that you just know won't understand, or you're, you're not going to hear what you want from a certain person. So I feel like the person we understand the most is ourselves, because obviously we're ourselves, we're with ourselves every single day, we know exactly what we're feeling. So I feel like just 
clarifying, just having ourselves to talk to is kind of the best thing sometimes. That's fine. That is definitely not weird. Okay. okay. It's not weird. Cause I do, <laughs> I do weird stuff like that too. Okay. I don't even sometimes, okay. I do talk to myself and like have those banters, but sometimes I just shut up. Like I just shut up and like hold it in. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I'm a balloon, but I'm not, a, I'm not going to pop. I just like, I just need pure silence. I have to shut up, not say anything. Like, I can't even say anything. And, like, it's those moments when I don't even feel like talking to anyone. Like, <clears throat> this is kind of deep. Because, like, there was this one situation where <clears throat> I had, like, this pretty heated argument with someone that I knew some time ago. And, like, I legit could not even talk, not to the people I cared for. Like, I just couldn't talk. And like, I couldn't really, this is gonna sound so weird, but I didn't really feel like talking to God verbally. Instead, I felt like talking to him through writing, you know, cause I remembered Aaron was talking about like journaling helps you a lot. And again, I've never wrote God a letter before. So like, this is new to me. This is like the first time I've done this. And I've done this once, once in my life. So I really was not in the mood to talk to anyone. I wasn't really in the mood to talk to God. And don't get me wrong. It's not because I hated him or anything. Like, of course I loved him. I just didn't know what to say in the moment. So I just took a pen. I got a journal and I really thought I was going to write a page, but <laughs> 10 pages later, I'm still writing stuff. So yeah, like when you're in your thoughts, like you want to get everything out. Like, dude, it took me 10 pages, 12 pages, sometimes up to 15 pages to like get everything out and those pages be big. So, yeah, like if you feel like doing something, even if it's unprecedented, unusual, just do it because like everyone's different. People do different things in order to make themselves feel better. So I'm just trying to say, like, from personal experience, if you feel like doing something that might seem unusual to another person, at this point, you are your own person. Just do what suits best for you, basically. Okay, I just have, like, a quick question for you guys. So we've been talking about self-care, and I was just wondering, if do you think self-care should be practiced only when we're stressed or should it be an everyday thing or all the time because maybe there's people who think there's too much self-care and i always need to be working i always need to be productive i can't always be winding down and then there's other people that are like the only way that you can do that is by taking care of yourself because otherwise you're going to go insane so from your guys perspective do you guys think that it should only be practiced when you're stressed or should it be like an everyday all the time thing I think self-care is an everyday thing and self-care can mean, I think it's such a broad term because even when we were coming up with what we want to talk about today, you asked me like, okay, so what part of self-care do you want to talk about? And I think it's, it's a general term, but self-care for one person can be like taking a nap and for someone else, it's watching TV, someone else it's taking a nice shower or a bath, somebody else could be putting on a face mask or doing a hair mask. So it is, for me, I know I love like my good face mask, you know, maybe a snack, watching a movie. And obviously when I'm at school or in school mode, I can't do that every day. 
but you know taking a bath or getting a decent night of sleep because they used to always get on me about getting like four hours of sleep they'd be like sis now you know you could not and you know sometimes you need to be in work mode but there's got to be a time where you get sleep or make sure you're eating drinking water there's some part where you're taking care of yourself and it may not be a full like two hour routine because you do have time to work but I feel like you're not as effective when you just kind of work 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 and don't give yourself enough time to rest because then you're just going to be working off of like half or a fourth of the energy and it's not going to be as um great or the out the outcome won't be as powerful as if you were rested and took care of yourself I really like that and like just to add on to what Haley said I think the term self-care is very ambiguous because as Haley mentioned to a person it could be this to another person it could be that so to answer your question Erin it honestly depends on what you're doing and like I do believe there are certain things that should be done every day like come on you got to take a shower every day in my opinion if not um why um you definitely got to make you know, breakfast, food, you got to take a nap every day, or at least give yourself some rest every day. Because imagine just being up 24 hours, seven days a week. I mean, if you can do it, good for you. But if that were me, I would just be dead. Um, but yeah, like brush your teeth. I think the simple things, do the simple things every day, you know, read your Bible every day, self meditate if you have to every day. Um, go for a walk every day if that helps you out. It's those simple things. Now, when it comes to things that might be a little bit overwhelming, then you could just like backtrack and be like, wait, first off, let me take care of myself in this moment in order to feel better. Because if I don't do something at this moment, then I will have a problem. So let's just say, for instance, you had a bad day or like, I don't know, someone made you really angry about something. Like if it's something that happens, not necessarily often, but rarely, then yeah, you can do something that doesn't have to be every day. So at this point, it all depends. But yeah, simple things, do them every day. But if it's something that makes you feel overwhelmed, then yeah, do it here, here or there, here or there. So it all depends. I love that. I totally agree. And I would say that it's an everyday thing only because I feel like self-care isn't even, like it's self-care, of course, but I feel like others can sense it when you don't take care of yourself because when you're not doing things that you enjoy or you're not winding down or you're not just taking just even a little bit of time for yourself I feel like that affects you not only physically but emotionally as well what and it can make you like my experience too moody grumpy and I feel like that transmits to other people too so we've been talking about self-care but if Sometimes it's not even just that because even with self-care, if you don't, I've like I said in my experience, it radiates to other people and it can just make the whole like I don't like saying vibe, but the whole vibe and environment just kind of not the best. So I feel like self-care is important because it it helps you maintain a healthy relationship not only with yourself but with others too, um, and just having a good relationship with those that you're around, whether it's friends, family, maybe if you feel like you're not, you know, getting along with people the best, maybe if it's a self-reflection, maybe you need to, like I said, sit down, wind down, think about, you know, what's been going on with you, why you're so stressed, why you, you feel like you're like, you know, putting this negative 
energy out there. And that is a part of self-care too, just sitting and reflecting and saying, how can I better myself? So I think we've all had a pretty good discussion about self-care. Do you guys have anything else to say? I think I'm done. Just one tiny thing. One thing. Okay, go ahead. Quick seconds. Um, what you just said, Erin, that's like the definition of being selfless in a way. Because I feel like in today's society, when people think of the word self-care, they think of being selfish, like, oh, you want to take care of yourself, you want to wash your face, you want to do your nails, want to do your hair, like, every other week, like, why you want to do that? That's being a little bit egotistic or whatever, but it's really not. There's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. There's nothing wrong with treating yourself right, because we deserve it at this point. We deserve it with the things that we've been through with COVID, war, illness, all these things, like, oh, we deserve it, so I just want to put that out there in case anyone's wondering, like, oh, um, having self-care is being egotistic. It's it's really not. You just got to take care of yourself and knowing your limits. So yeah, that's it. Well, we had a great discussion on self-care. And I think each of us gave a really good description of what we feel self-care is and how we, we apply it and how maybe you can apply some of these tips. But before we go, you know, we always have to have that good old snack. And, you know, today I'm thinking maybe like a fruit salad. Since we're taking care of ourselves, let's start eating healthy. I'm preaching to the choir because, you know, I need to eat a little better. You know, the chips all the time, all the ice cream sometimes, not good. Hard on the hips, good on the lips. Okay, so we need to have (laughs) some fruit on today, healthy sugar. And... Um, the snack that I want to give you is to remember that you're a walking billboard. We talked today about being having self-care and we have to remember, number one, that even God rested, okay? He did all that work and it says on the Sabbath he rested. So he was a prime example of self-care. You know, we talked about him being our role model. We'll follow his lead. He said, you know, we're going to set one day aside. We're going to make this holy. And we're going to have a day of rest, no work just a day of rest so there's that and then also take care of yourself because not only do you represent yourself when you go outside or when you meet new people but you represent your families and most importantly you represent the Lord and so it's not always about appearance but how's your attitude how do you communicate with people you know are you loving one another it's all important and make sure you're taking care of yourself because you know, this isn't a Bible verse, but, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. And the Bible does talk about taking care of our temple. These are our bodies. They're our loners, okay? We're renting them for a short period of time. And we got to make sure we're taking care of what we're renting. So, if we have nothing else to say, don't forget to take care of yourself. You know, don't forget to drink your water, mind your business, eat healthy, do whatever it is you need to do, take a shower, all the great things. And most importantly, don't forget to stay. We finally did it, guys. We did it right. Yes.